0: The Kut Siches Chelik Yutess, Parvshikis Eitz Sicha David. The Sima Seder of the Pesukim, at the end of our Sedra on the Psukim which say Zocher Esasher Asolocham Molek, remember that which a did to you, Baderech Bteischem Mitzrayim, as you were on the way, as you were leaving Mitzrayim. Loisishkach, you shall not forget. So the question, the our sages, Zogun Chazal, Razaal why does the posseck repeat remember, do not forget because zohar, remember it means that you should verbalize it is do not forget means in the heart you shouldn't forget in your heart a similar thing is written in, in regards to the posseck that says remember the day of Shabbos to sanctify it I would think that you should remember it in your heart, and that's enough. So the answer is that it's not so, because when the Posek says in, in the Eschanim, when it, it also gives the Ten Commandments, the Aseris Adibris, it says, keep the day of Shabbos to keep it holy. So keeping it in your heart is already covered by the word Shomer so what does it mean to remember that you should you should verbalize remembering the Shabbos you shall mention the Shabbos in order to remember it so the similar thing there has to be in the heart and you have to also verbalize your remembrance in words then tzugleichens Shabbos chirus molik this comparison between remembering Shabbos and remembering what Amalek did, we also find a similarity in the when it has to be remembered. By in regards to Amalek, remembering Amalek, the Ramam says, it is a positive command to always remember, Tomid always, his terrible deeds, and his attack on the Jewish people the reason that we have to remember it is in order to awaken our hate for Amalek as it says in the Pasuk remember what Amalek did to you and then the Ramam continues and adds we learned from remember means that you should verbalize it do not forget means in the heart is a The point that he's bring, bring, making in this paragraph is that zo, the Ramam says that Zohar remembering is something which is constant. It's something which applies always. When was even according to the opinions that I say, as is that uh, they disagree with what the Rambam says. They say that the remembering of a Moloch is a one time thing, meaning to say every so often, not always but every so often, whether it's otherlayyar, whether it's once a year or or maybe more often, but it's a one time thing. It's not an ongoing thing, even according to those opinions, Yeslemer we could say as Eze that they also agree is That if somebody were to go beyond what the Torah requires, the Torah says, let's say according to them you have to remember it one year, but if, once a year. But if somebody does it daily, is a Mekayim b'chopama Mitzvah in you'd be fulfilling a mitzvah that the Torah commands every single day. Because the Torah says to remember. Of course, the minimum is once a year, but if you do it every day, then you're fulfilling a mitzvah every day. So, even according to them, there is a mitzvah in remembering a molek constantly. And a similar thing we find also in regards to remembering Shabbos. The main mitzvah of remembering the Shabbos means on Shabbos. the Rambam, but the Rambam also adds. He says it in, uh, in a simple understanding of the, the basic understanding of how to fulfill this mitzvah, not some drush or something. As the posseh, that this Posik remember the Shabbos to sanctify it, means not that you should on Shabbos remember Shabbos, but that you should remember Shabbos every day of the week. Every single day you should remember Shabbos. So, a similar thing, in other words, to what the Rambam says about Amolik, that it has to be constantly remembered. So, also, the Ramban says that Shabbos has to be remembered always, constantly. Based. So, based on this, we can add some explanation to what the Tanchuma says. The Tanchuma comments on what it says in the Posig, remember what Amalek did, over here it says, remember, in regards to Amalek, and on Shabbos it also says, remember, should we say that the two are comparable, there is a comparison between remembering Amalek, and remembering Shabbos, and it goes on to explain, a whole um, interpretation of, Sukim that Shloime said. Oich dos was azot the pigad Also that which was written in pigad the as b'shash me'ur Abinu ad gizok. That when Moshe Rabbeinu said to the Yidden, Zacher is also lucham Malig v'derekhut Remember what a Malig did to you as you were living Mitzrayim. Omr leYisrael. So the Yidden said to Moshe uh, to Moshe Rabbeinu. Kos of echad aimer. One pasuk says Zacher is also Remember what a Malig did. The other pasuk says, remember Shabbos to make it holy. how could you remember how could you fulfill both of these? this one is this one is Zahar, this one is to be remembered, and that one is to be remembered. So he explains, is because both in regards to remembering Shabbos and in regards to remembering Amolik. So number one, the has to be verbalized. in addition to that you have to remember in your mind and your heart. Uh, second thing is this that the, this remembering has to be constant. and they're both similar in those two ways." And therefore, that's what makes their question. How could you fulfill both of these psukim? Since according to this opinion, they're both a constant mitzvah. So you have to be remembering both Shabbos and Amolik at the same time. So perhaps that's the explanation. But the truth is that we can't say that this is the meaning of this question. But from other because to the contrary, we find nochin yonim. We find another number of things for zeis Dav which also have to be remembered every day. Al for instance, we have to remember that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, which is also we say it by kriyas twice, uh, you know, twice every day, and other things as well. There are sheis chirus. Is moving, so it's understood as a mer So it's understood from that, that even if there are two or even more things which have to be remembered, and that they always have to be remembered, that they are not contradictory to each other. There could be two and more things that have to be remembered all, all the time. is da, or of mer because there is room in the person's mind to be able to remember two or even more things that have to be remembered constantly when we talk about mentioning things remembering by verbalizing over there it's obvious that it doesn't have to be every moment of the day that you don't have to sit there saying or constantly obviously not and even the idea of remembering it in your heart, I feel like even if you want to accept that it has to be constantly in your heart, it also does not interfere with something else being remembered at the same time. But the proof is, there are six mitzvahs which the Chinuch says, that they have to be always constantly remembered. And he can't interrupt it even for one moment all of his days. In other words, that obviously the Chinuch is clearly saying that you could remember constantly some six things at the same time. So that's one thing we have to understand about this Tanchuma. What, uh, what does it mean... You know, the comparison between Shabbos and Amalek and the question, how could you compare the two? And then the Tanchuma, the Pigger that says the contradiction, can we remember both? So, what's the problem? Gimel, we also have to understand. How does the Pigger Rabbulazar say, Moshe Rabbeinu answered? It says the following Moshe said to them, You can't compare a cup, a goblet of spiced wine, you know, special wine, gourmet wine, to a cup, a goblet of vinegar, soured wine, vinegar. They're both goblets. So, in a similar way, both of them have to be remembered, but Zohar L'Shomer, L'Kadosh Yim Shabbas. In the case of Shabbos, we remember Shabbos to sanctify it. As the Pesach says, Zohar Yim HaShabbas But And the other one, Zohar L'Oinosh, is remembered for punishment. So, yes, they're both remembering, but they're completely different types. of remembrance. just like a cup of uh, speci- spiced wine is not same as a cup of uh, of vinegar so we have to understand about this answer, number one how does this answer answer the question, the question was how could you remember both things at the same time so Moshe benu says yes there Yes, they're they're both cups, they're both remembrances, but they're different types of remembrances. How does that address the question of how to remember two things at the same time? A second thing we have to understand, in what way is the difference between Shabbos and Amalek similar to a cup of wine and a cup of vinegar? What's the comparison? Why does he use the comparison between vinegar and... To Amalek. What's the connection? A third thing we have to understand. What is the does he say? This is a cup and that's a cup. What's the meaning of that? And the uh, uh, fourth thing we have to understand. What is the What is he saying? What does Moshe Rabbeinu tell them that they didn't know before? Which is supposed to answer the question it would seem that Moshe Rabbeinu would be telling them something new that they may not have realized. So what does he say? He doesn't say anything new. A Shabbos is That Shabbos is remembered in order to keep it and to sanctify it. And Amalek is remembered for punishment. That's what the Pasuk says. The Pasuk tells you what you should be remembering that the remembering of Amolik is the opposite the exact opposite of what you're remembering Shabbos for you're remembering Shabbos for good for holiness for sanctification and you're remembering Amolik in order to despise him and to hate him and so on so that's what the Pasuk says so what did Moshe Rabbeinu add that isn't already in the Pasuk which is meant to answer this question the Birvaze, so the explanation. In in mitzvahs have three different types, categories of mitzvahs there are mitzvahs which are done there's an act that has to be done. Mitzvah there are mitzvahs which are done by saying something. On there are mitzvahs which are fulfilled by thinking in the heart and the mind. When the is, and how do you fulfill a perfect mitzvah? that even those mitzvahs which are done, there's an act that has to be done, but it should be accompanied by a feeling, a thought, an understanding, and so on meditation, that's how meditation. that's the complete mitzvah. The act should be enhanced by a feeling or a thought and so on. And, and to the contrary even those mitzvahs which are fulfilled in saying something or or in thought so in the purpose the, the, the meaning and the reason for a mitzvah in the mind is or in speech is that it should, it should inform the way you behave it should have its effect on your behavior as well are the things you do so each mitzvah is made up of the two there are two components to it the feeling that comes with it the thought that comes with it and the act that it needs to lead to or the opposite the act that you do and the feeling that comes along with it like for instance when we talk about faith which is a faith means something that's in your heart, in your mind but faith is meant to Energize all your fulfillment of mitzvahs the acts of mitzvahs that you do should be energized by the faith that accompanies them as our sages tell us that Chabakuk condensed the mitzvahs into one, in other words you could all channel it into one idea which is a tzaddik lives with his faith so in other words Habakkuk took all the 630 mitzvahs and he said, he condensed them into, it's all about faith. So in other words, every mitzvah of, uh, that you do an act, every act of a mitzvah must somehow express itself in faith, or faith needs to energize you in order to do the mitzvahs. Now, amongst these mitzvahs, machshava which are uh, fulfilled through thought and speech. kufas through those mitzvahs itself, and in is a. There's something unique about the mitzvahs which are fulfilled through the mind, which are to mem- remember something. a that even when. You, the, post, the Torah says that you have to remember it by saying, talking about it. However, even though you're supposed to say it, but of course, the main pr- purpose of it is to remember it, to know it in your mind. The true meaning of remembering something is not that you say it, or that it's a fleeting thought. That, uh, that the you know the the thing that you that you're remembering, you say it and then uh, you forget about it. Or even in, you, you're remembering it, you're thinking about it, but then it dissipates, it's gone. Nor what rather what is the meaning of remembering? Nor nor as does Zolim Denemens and the purpose of remembering something is that it should completely capture you, it should move you. That's the meaning of remembering something. You have to relive, re-experience the thing which you're remembering. That's the meaning of remembering, the real meaning of remembering. We can understand from the way the Rambam describes is, the purpose of remembering Amalek as does bring in the that it's the reason to remember Amalek is that it's meant to lead you as to awaken the person by saying by talking about it that we should fight against Amalek in every way that's the purpose of remembering it. you remember the horrible things he did so you're you once again are energized to fight against what he stands for. So that's the meaning of a mitzvah of remembering, is that it should completely move you. You should be completely wrapped up in that memory. Therefore, the question is a a good question. How could it be... That one should be remembering something, which we now just defined as, that your soul is completely taken by it, energized by it, and so on. It's all preoccupied by this memory. How could you be remembering two things which are opposites by their very nature? Like Shabbos and Amalek are two opposite things. How could you be completely... um, How could your soul be completely... Taken by two opposite memories. dermont mitzvahs. When we talk about the six mitzvahs that we talked about before, that the chinuch says that you have to remember all six of these all the time, which are emunah faith in Hashem, avosay, love of Hashem, yirasay, reverence of Hashem, and so on there you could say that you could be always wrapped up in these things faith in Hashem, love of Hashem reverence of Hashem there could be something in your memory that it expresses itself in all of these faith, love, reverence and so on that's what's driving you to these feelings and at the same time because all of these uh, remembrances are all similar to each other they are all reverence or love of Hashem, faith in Hashem if you want to say it in one word they're all connection, my connection to Hashem which can be, the connection is through many ways through faith in Hashem, love of Hashem and reverence of Hashem but when we talk about Shabbos and Amolek Sign the doch b'toychem gor vaytein from the tzfat what they re- what they stand for what they represent is opposites of each other. These hafchin, not only are they different, but they're even opposites to each other. Min akotza lakotza from uh, two extremes. That why is that? The toychem fin yoyen zikaron yizikaron yom shabbos. The meaning of remembering Shabbos is as through them niske ma'ase bereishit b'cholays that we should remember that Hashem is the one that created the world, and we should remember this always, constantly, which is the meaning of Shabbos, that Hashem created the world, and He rested, and so on. So that brings to memory that Hashem is the Creator. That we should uh, acknowledge at all times that the world uh, there is a Creator to the world, and so on. And as the Chinuch says... Nikva belibeinu, that it should establish and trench in our hearts. And munas chidush ha'olam, the faith in the fact that the world was created by Hashem. There was nothing there and then He created Hashem As the Apostle says, that in six days Hashem created the world and on the seventh day He rested. And that's why we rest on Shabbos. So Shabbos is all about remembering that Hashem is the one that created the world. Thus haste. Which means that as a stating them that remembering Shabbos is comprised of. And what it means is that we always remember that Hashem created the world, and that is that He has to constantly renew that creation. It's not a one-time thing, but He has to constantly be in a mode of creating the world is woven, and therefore it's understood as in them the and the the So obviously, what it means is that through remembering this, we acknowledge and we experience the fact that Hashem is the master of the world and the creator of the world, and if and everything that is in the world, He is the master of everything. So that's the experience that accompanies remembering Shabbos, a on the other hand, when we talk about Amalek, what, what does Amalek stand for? do as well as is quoted in the Madrash. He knows his master, he knows who his master is, he even acknowledges his master, but he intends to rebel against him. Does haste, which means, not only does he know that Hashem exists, not Nochma, but even more. A of the Eibush that is Rebbeinu. He knows that Hashem is his master. Aba Labayis of him is the master over him. of the Welt, he's the master of the whole world. Of andesveg, and even though he knows that is a mechava limerbe, he intends and purposely rebels against him. So in ganzagavana um poula is to me resign in What a mallek is about is. Rebelling against Hashem. Denial of Hashem. Not denial of Hashem, but rebelling against the will of Hashem. So, Shogel Zayn Dishlite, he wants to undermine his, or even more than undermine, he wants to completely negate the fact that Hashem is the master of the world. Even though he knows that that is the truth. And therefore, B'sha says, the of So when a yid is meant to remember a molek, as the mechubin in them is to shaylo zain the minyof of a molek. Even though, of course, the reason why we are remembering a molek is in order for us to reject a molek's approach and as it is in the literal sense what the mitzvah is, the reason that we're meant to remember a Molik is in order to erase, wipe out any memory of a Molik. so even though that's true, that's the reason why we remember alik but then what what is sitting in our minds by remembering a Molik is, as is piteira is from erideh Hashem, that there is this existence called a malek, which denies the denies the mastery of Hashem. And this is not just a memory which comes from some foreign place. This is what Torah declares is the is what a is about. So while when I am remembering a malek, what I'm what's sitting in my mind is. Torah declares that there is such a thing as denial of Hashem. Or rebellion against Hashem. Which is the reason why Hashem says we need to wipe out. We need to neutralize that existence. Is a a the Shabbos. So that sitting in our mind is the exact opposite of what Shabbos is placing into our mind. Shabbos places into our mind that Hashem is the master of the whole world. Amolek places into our mind, the remembering of Amolek places into our mind that there is such a thing as denying exist the exists uh, the mastery of Hashem. So in other words, there are two opposites. They call out the opposite um, reaction from a person. They are bringing out the opposite reaction on other part of the person and that's what the Yidden were asking Moshe how could both of these be sitting in our minds at the same time both of them are meant to be remembered at all times since both of them need to when the Torah says remember we truly have to remember which means that our minds have to be completely saturated with that understanding, with that memory von how is our mind meant to be saturated at the same time with two opposite attitudes then Zakarum for Yamashabh the memory which Shabbat brings, the Dav Durchnam and the M Gansamhusanaidin, which is meant to permeate every fibre of a yid's being, the Hergish, with the feeling as the Abishtir is Abalabas, and the Gansavelta the Abhishtir is the master of the whole world and be Yachadimzah, but at that very same time, so Lagadeen Kimba'amitis he has to remember and truly remember because the mitzvah says remember the the says remember. As his is a that there is also an existence of a Malik was is in the the in which his whole the existence of a Malik is to rebel against the the uh, mastery of Hashem, saying that Hashem is the master of the of the world. So how could two things be in our minds at the same time, two opposite experiences? How is that meant to happen? Hey. Like of Mashirabin Gamphin said this Mash to this Mash Rabin who answered in Lukeshl there's no comparison between a cup of goblet of spiced wine to a goblet of uh, vinegar. both of them are goblets. Zakhar Lushamar remembering to sanctify and to, to, to keep and to sanctify, but Zev but the other one is remembered for punishment. What does he mean to say? To explain Moshe's answer, in chayimetz gefint men zayin In regards to vinegar, we find two opposites expressed about uh, vinegar. On the one hand, vinegar is not drinkable; you can't drink vinegar. the well, yidoch. On the other hand, zognechazal our sages tell us as is meishiv That vinegar refreshes the soul. Nachmer even more. We find becoming makenas. We find in a few places as chaymetz vet unge numen nishvi ah metzius b'fenatzma. In fact, uh, vinegar is not seen as some as some uh, independent thing, nor via zachvos kumfeyayim. But chaymetz is a form of wine. It is a derivative of wine. It is wine that has gone bad. So, in essence, it's wine, which is spoil in, what does this mean in its spiritual meaning? what this means is saying that that vinegar can also refresh the soul and saying that vinegar is a derivative of wine. What that means spiritually is that even a Molek, in this case the uh, the analog of of chayimetz of vinegar, also has his source. Amalek has a source in the holy spheres. Does which means does go for the very fact the very fact that there is a possibility that Hashem should allow the idea that Amalek should be able to purposefully. Rebel against Hashem, the that in the is when the truth is that there is no other existence other than Hashem. So, what does it mean to rebel against Him? So, the reason that this is possible, that there could be a possible rebellion against Hashem, is it's only because Hashem allows it. Even though He is everything, somehow because He is able, He's uh, omnipotent, He can do anything. So therefore, he can even allow that there should be a an opinion that says that he is nothing. It's only because Hashem is omnipotent, so he can allow, even though he's everything, can allow for an opinion that says he's nothing. So therefore, Amalek also has its root, its root source in a very very removed way is within Hashem, just like. Um, vinegar is rooted in wine.. But how do you bring out the fact that Amalek is also rooted in Hashem? When you look at Amalek you don't see anything about Hashem. You have to bring out that deep within that, it only exists because Hashem allows it. How do you reveal that?. The way that you bring out that Amalek is also rooted in Hashem is by neutralizing and wiping out the aspect of Amalek, which is the rebellion against Hashem. From Amalek. Because then what happens is you bring out what is Amalek really all about? When you wipe out the aspect of Amalek which is that he is rebelli- rebellion against Hashem. So then it brings out that the true existence, that what Amalek what drives Amalek, what animates Amalek, is really godliness. For Yum this can become even more interesting. some in accordance with the rule that we have called Usulun Rahmanus, that whatever Hashem the Gemara says that whatever Hashem declared prohibited, he created something that is similar to that, that can fulfill that need as well. You're not allowed to eat this, but there is something else that tastes similar to it. So, based on this, that every, whatever exists in the negative also exists in the positive, we find a similar thing also in the side of holiness. What is that? In other words, Amalek represents a rebellion against Hashem. Where do we see that? There must be something similar in the positive as well. Yes, there is. The, the Gemara says, There is a dispute, a debate going on in the heavenly yeshiva. Who is the, the two sides of the debate? HaKadosh Baruch Hashem has his opinion. Where is the other members of the heavenly yeshiva say differently so we see that in the yeshiva in heaven there is a, uh, an opinion that goes against Hashem's opinion on a matter of Torah so that's of course a positive thing they do it with the greatest respect they say to Hashem in your Torah you said so and so but on, on the other hand they are t- saying something which goes against what Hashem is saying so we see that whatever there is in the negative in Amalek there is also a similar thing in the yeshiva in the heavenly yeshiva in a positive holy way the point he's making is that if you strip away the rebellion if you wipe away the rebellion of Amalek what it brings out is that even, the, even his state of being in a position to Hashem comes from Hashem and we see that this exists even in the holy in holiness and that said Major Veniger said that that Major Veniger said lead daimakayshal kondital kaihal geimets there's no comparison between a cup of of wine and a cup of vinegar zecho zecho this is a cup and this is a cup what he meant to say is those versus ken zain the shira of namal together the shira of yamashabes the reason we can we can have in our minds which means not only in our minds but in our whole feeling in our experience two opposite things like that remembering, Amalek and remembering Shabbos at the same time is the fire. it's because because both of them are a kais. what does it mean, what's a kais? a goblet a clay kibul. it is a receptacle in the end what it is, it's a way to capture godliness it's a receptacle for a year to be able to capture godliness, that's what the memory is meant to be so, so Amolik's memory remembering Amolik can also be a vehicle a receptacle to capture godliness because as we said Amolik also has, is rooted in godliness but still at the same time you can't compare they're both there to capture a connection to Hashem because even Amolik in its deepest highest levels are is rooted in Hashem but of course you can't compare the two cups, the two ways of capturing Godliness but there's no comparison because Zacher of Shabbos is in order to make it holy, that is inherently holy, and the molik is inherently unholy of Shabbos is which means remembering Shabbos. That in itself is the holiness. That produces holiness and connection to Hashem. Zocher The remembering to keep to sanctify Shabbos. The zocher gufe tut The remembering itself, the memory itself, is an act of holiness. The Gilif an achtos Hashem. The, the revelation of the, the oneness, the unity of Hashem, that nothing else exists other than a so but the revelation that we mean to bring about, as expressed by the fact that it's a kais, that it's also a receptacle for godliness, that which we're trying to accomplish through remembering a Molek, is only re- accomplished when you remember a and then wipe him out as a result of that memory by crushing and so on neutralizing this attitude that Amalek has that it wants to rebel against Hashem so that's why Moshe Rabbeinu says they're both cups that's why he uses that terminology Mm -hmm. and he includes it into the Moshe into the analogy they're both cups which means both of these will be a way to capture godliness but of course, then there's no comparison. Shabbos, just by the memory, you are enveloped in holiness. You're capturing the holiness of Hashem. By a molek it's it's vinegar, which also has a background in wine, in holiness and godliness. But the memory of a molek is only there in order to neutralize the negative aspect of it, and then you can come to realize that that too comes from a godly source and that brings out that this is a cup of a cup, but a cup of uh, of vinegar. The megalas that even vinegar is something which can also refresh the soul. specifically through remembering that reveals as that to say that even a Molik is connected and rooted in Hashem brings out the truly infinite power of Hashem, that even A Molik is something which is rooted in Hashem, that truly expresses God's infinite power. So it brings out an even deeper connection, that, uh, an, even, an even deeper greatness of Hashem. from Remenantanya. This is based on. And in it very in dovetails nice very well with what the Al Tarab explains in Tanya. That there are two different types of pleasure that Hashem experiences. in Matamim just like in material te food, there are two different types of tastes that people enjoy and experience and they're very different from each other. One enjoyable food is sweet food. And the other type of uh, food that people enjoy is very sharp, bitter, and sour-tasting things. Like a pickle is a sour thing, but people enjoy it. Of course, when you're eating something that's bitter or sour, they have to be prepared properly in the right way she uses similar language that they become a delicacy which refreshes the soul but if you're going to eat something bitter without proper preparation it's not going to regenerate your soul it'll be bitter, you won't enjoy it so it has to be prepared properly but there are two different types of foods that people enjoy and this is what it, uh, what is meant when it says in the Maneu, everything that Hashem does is for his own in or in his own service even an evil person in the day that he commits evil that is also that Hashem created for his own service in other words in service of himself why? meaning to say that he, the Rasha commits a sin in order that Hashem can then enjoy the fact that he returns, that he does chuva, and he returns the Ya Rashallah that his evil shall be turned into daylight and and light haste, in other words, Paul from the Russia that even that which the Russia does, the, the evil active act that the Russia does, Paul Hashem, which is also what Hashem created. Hashem also created that an evil person should do evil. He gave the possibility and so on. Is The whole purpose of it is so that it should be transformed into light because when he does Tshuva in other words, Hashem can enjoy a tzaddik, which is sweet, and it's, there's nothing, has to, nobody has to explain how good sweet is. But then there is also bitter stuff and sour stuff, which Hashem also enjoys when, when it's prepared properly, when a, a person does an Avera, commits a sin, and then he does tshuva, which means he takes that sin and he prepares it properly, it becomes a delicacy to Hashem thats something which Hashem enjoys tremendously. So, in other words, also a molek has the same thing. That it's it's vinegar, but it can be prepared in such a way that it should refresh the soul. And that this provides a lesson for every yid in their own personal service of Hashem. And the uh, the lesson is in both extremes. The shasayid state. When a yid is on a high level spiritually, and a on the level of Shabbos, which is sanctified unto Hashem, the whole day of Shabbos is all sanctity. And this year is also that way. so you can come to the idea as a that you don't have to be careful. I'm a person that is completely enveloped in holiness. What am I? What do we have to worry about? What do I have to fear? That is, since he is a person of holiness, has nothing to do with anything other than holiness. So he might think that you know, he's safe. The lesson is that when you're remembering Shabbos, there is a mitzvah, that as you're remembering Shabbos, you also have to be remembering and cognizant always of that there is an amalek that exists. Because, and the reason is because Amalek also has his root all the way back there is in holiness. Is a fill of a state, and a and Even when a yid finds himself in an elevated spiritual status, daf You have to be very careful as pale, and Because when you rise to a high level up there, there is an amolik too. The root of Amalek is up there in the high level. So therefore you have to be careful you're up there. You shouldn't be affected by the Amalek that you encounter there. It could be a very subtle thing. Of course a person that is enveloped in holiness is not going to rebel literally. But it could be a very, very subtle way in which one could rebel against Hashem. Like the like the Marshall that is given, the analogy that is given, that when somebody is standing in front of the king, the slightest move, which is not to the, atten- to, the, to the service of the king, is considered rebellion. What are you doing in front of the king, something that has nothing to do with him? That is a rebellion. It's a very subtle thing. So a Yid that's on the highest level, also has to be worried about even the slightest Rebellion, what would be called rebellion, even though it's not a true rebellion, but in a very subtle way, on the other hand he feels and he thinks that he has fallen so low he is like a Molik, he's nothing different than a Molik, that's how low he's fallen he cannot lose hope and he has to know as that since even a molek has a source in holiness you can turn your, your lowliness into a cup of vinegar that should refresh as a matter of fact we know that the light that comes from within darkness is even higher than the light than pure light of male, uh, and therefore, as Eich er and therefore, the lesson here is that even he, a person that feels like he's an Amalek himself, so he doesn't. He at the same time as you feel that you're a Malik, you don't have to be only enveloped in the remembering of a Malik. But alongside that, you can also keep in your memory and be experiencing the remembrance of Shabbos, of holiness, of keeping Shabbos, and so on. By the dargah from Hashem, you can also be on the level of sanctified unto Hashem, or even more, as Makadish is Yom Not only is he sanctified, but he can bring sanctity to Shabbos. Makadish is means he sanctified Shabbos, which is the point of saying Kiddush. Kiddush means you sanctify the Shabbos. What does that mean? Meri v'Shabbos is Mekachah V'Kaimah. Shabbos in itself doesn't need to be sanctified by Yid because it comes whether you do it, whether you invite it or not. Shabbos is a cycle. Every seven days it's coming whether you're ready or not. But a Yid has the power to bring an even greater sanctity than Shabbos has on its own Shabbos has its own sanctity, but a yid can also provide Shabbos to, uh, sanctity to Shabbos, and not. And every yid is possible. Even the yid that is experiencing um, uh, a at this very moment can also be the one to sanctify Shabbos.